Hey guys, welcome to We Don't Know Them, a Toronto-based podcast where we answer your questions and give you advice. I'm Tia. And I'm Maddie. And welcome back to, to another another episode of us ranting about our problems and trying to fix yours. Uh, yeah. They're probably so sick of us by now. They're like, we get it. Your life sucks. Like, <laughs> I like, was wondering the other day. I'm like, I feel like some people maybe like our beginning part, but I wonder if some people like skip past it and get to like us actually answering the questions. I mean, I don't know. It's our podcast. I mean, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Exactly. And if we want to update you on our lives. <laughs> and you have to listen. They really don't. They no. can just not. <laughs> we appreciate it if you do. We appreciate those who are listening, but we absolutely will not remove anything that you don't like. Yeah. I mean, if you don't like it, you can skip. Like, usually we talk for, like, seven minutes. So, if you skip, like, seven minutes, you'll probably get to the questions. Yeah. Nothing new to report. Yeah. We went shopping today, um, and I spent more money than I have, so. But it's just been, like, us trying to find things. And it's always the worst, in my opinion, to shop when you need something. Because you never find it. No, never. Like, how many stores did we go to when I finally got a dress that I needed? And then yeah. we finally got a dress that you needed. And this was, like, two days because we went to Winners and Marshalls last night. <laughs> Literally to, last night. We've been to every winner. Like, we've been to two... We went to Winners, I feel like, not that long ago. We went to two Winners because we also went to the one at Young Dundas. Yeah, and then we went to a Marshalls. And then today we went to another Winners and Marshalls and, we went, and a HomeSense. And we went to Winners and Marshalls last night. And... Then we went to, like, Old Navy. Like, we yeah. went everywhere. I'm so proud of myself, though. Like, I didn't buy anything except for the one dress that I needed. You get fucked. I bought a lot. <laughs> I, I was like, I needed one pair of white shoes, either Keds or Converse. And we did end up finding some, which I ended up having to get men's because they're the only ones that make the size. But I did find my exact size. We're like, in women's, I can never find a ten and a half. But in men, men but now I you know. find a ten and a half. Like, now you know. Exactly. Um, but I did end up finding the other pair of Keds at the other <laughs> store and you never find them in my size. So like I had to buy them, but that's the thing. Like you're going to buy them now, but they're going to last you. And then like next time when you actually need shoes, you already have them. Exactly. Cause I have like, I have like six pairs of Keds, but they're all like very worn, right? Like they all are very dirty Yeah, and smelly. Um, I do have a lot of shoes, but you can never have too many. And when you're when you have shoe, like feet as big as I do, when you find shoes that are the right size, you just buy them. I'm just like, if you think you have a lot of shoes, the, well, this I have a bucket full in my closet, but that's I got rid of a lot when I moved from Barry. Like I do have a lot of shoes. I just have gotten rid of a lot because I was moving so often. I have, you know, those like Rubbermaid bins. Mm-hmm. I have three of those filled with shoes and the hanging shoe thing and a shoe rack. And then I still have stuff piled, like, in my closet. If, if you had compiled, like, everything. Because I used to have a tub. Like, I think I had one or two Tupperware at my parents' house. And then I had a, one or two of the hanging things. Yeah. Plus, I had stuff on, like, a shoe rack in my bedroom. And then the ones that I left in, like, the main area. So, like, I had a lot of shoes, too. But I did get rid of a lot when I moved. I, like, have so many pairs of high heels, and I feel like, when the fuck am I going to wear that? Because, like, I don't do anything now. I feel like it'd be more beneficial before. Now? I have three pairs of rubber boots. So, um, if we're really going to complain about things, I literally have three pairs of rubber boots. Do I ever wear rubber boots? Absolutely not. 
I do not have one pair of rubber boots. Yeah, I don't wear them ever. I want them. I have three pairs of hunter boots, and I think I, oh, yeah. We can sell those. Yeah. My one black pair, like, the heel was starting to come off, so, like, those would be the ones I would keep. But I could probably sell my other ones. I don't know. I'm always like, what if I need them? See, I don't have any rain boots. I just get, like, you know, the fall boots that are, like, I don't know, shiny. Like, they're kind of just waterproof on their own. Because they're the shiny material. Yeah. But I, I feel like I would need a pair of legitimate rain boots. Yeah. I don't ever wear mine, though, because I feel like it's just, like, it's a look that you really have to. And, like, I got my first pair of hunter boots when they were, like, really in, and everyone was wearing them. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, my sister has a pair, but I never got one. Yeah. I Last Chris, last winter, I only wore my Blundstones. And they're, like, my favorite boots. And I wore them into fall, spring, like, winter. They're the only things I wore. Yeah. I love fall fashion. I'm so excited for boots and jackets and layers. Yeah. I cannot wait. Not this freaking heat wave where you can't wear, like, anything because you just sweat all the time. But you know what? I say that and, like, none of my jackets fit me. I don't really have that many jackets. I have a lot of knit. I love knit. I still can't wait for fall. Yeah. Anywho, has it been about six minutes, seven minutes for people to skip past? Oh my god, no, it's been like five and a half. Okay, well, should we just get into the questions, I guess? Yeah, may as well. Okay, first question. A couple of years ago, I got a necklace from my ex with both our names engraved on it. Now I am happily married to the man of my dreams, and our daughter was born last May. Would it be wrong or strange to take the necklace to a jewelry store to remove the inscription in the necklace and put the name in dirt up? Oh my god, dirt date of birth of my daughter on it or maybe our wedding date that's the end of the question yes it would be weird <laughs> it just sounds like a lot of effort when you can just like go and get a new necklace yeah no okay so i want you to remove it right and then i want you to add something yeah. else can you like just scrape that off uh just get a new necklace would you not like i feel like i would see that necklace and i would think of my ex which like isn't really what i want I think, okay, so I still have, like, earrings and stuff, like, from my ex-boyfriend, but I don't wear them and think of him. I'm like, whatever, they're plain earrings, they're nice, so I mm-hmm. wear them. I don't think it's the fact that, oh, you have an emotional tie to your ex-boyfriend, because, like, obviously you're married, you have a kid, you don't care. Yeah, yeah. It's just weird to take something from your ex and then make it something meaningful for, like, you and someone new. Like, yeah, that's yeah. weird. <laughs> I got an ex- I got a necklace from my one ex, and um, he gave it to me. I think like a little bit before. I think he gave it to me for Valentine's Day, and then we broke up on St. Patrick's Day, which I think isn't too far from that. Yeah. Um, and he <laughs> he took it. He messaged me to take it back when we broke up, and he came by and he made me give him the necklace back. What? That he bought on like he went on vacation and bought it for me or something maybe. What is he gonna do with it? I don't know. He got a chick pregnant a couple months after that, so maybe. Maybe he gave it to her. her. <laughs> if you're listening, he bought it for me. That's um, so I don't remember awkward. what the necklace was, but I remember being like, "He's like, can I have the necklace back?" I'm like, "Absolutely, I don't give a flying fuck." But it was just like so weird to ask for it. Like I never yeah. asked for a gift back. Like that's you gave it to someone for a reason. Like you don't need to take it back. Yeah, like, sometimes I sit and think about the amount of money that I spent on, Mm -hmm. 
like an ex-boyfriend you know and i'm like oh that's a lot of money but i would never be like give me everything i ever bought you what the fuck am i gonna do with it i spent a grand on you i need you to give that back like i'm like in a good relationship they should have also got exactly exactly i just think the whole like exchanging things is so unnecessary no no like when um like my boyfriend and i broke up for like that month we like met up and he gave me like the things i had left at his house like sweater those kind of things yeah your stuff yeah but it's like he wasn't like i need you to give this stuff back to me that i got you like yeah fuck off like if my if me and my boyfriend broke up and he's like i want all the shirts that i gave you to wear back i'd be like absolutely not no i don't give a shit i'm keeping them what's he gonna do come beat you up (laughs) but it's like i'm keeping them like i wear them to bed all the time so yeah they're mine now i just like i feel like why would you want to take it back anyways because then when you look at that and be like this is what i gave to my girlfriend and then she dumped my ass like it's weird to then give it to another girl yeah i've also like shrunk so much of his clothing yeah. and like have stretched like it out beyond belief like there's stains all over them like <laughs> what is he gonna do like here you back this <laughs> ratty ass t-shirt and like he used to think i was doing it on purpose because i would always do the laundry he left in my place and then i'd be like oh like your shirt shrunk sorry and he'd have to give it to me but i promise i did not do it on purpose i'm just really bad at laundry <laughs> yeah i just don't give a fuck yeah um but anyways yeah i think it is weird to like Get a new necklace. Honestly. That's so much effort. Because, I mean, engraving is a lot. You could just go and get a necklace that is, like, her your daughter's birthstone or something like that that's, like, easier than going and getting anything engraved. And I think when you buy it new, you could probably get engraved easier than taking yeah, it there. Yeah, exactly. Like, removing something and then adding something on. <laughs> and, like, why would you be, like oh, I really want a necklace with my wedding anniversary on it. I already have this one from my ex-boyfriend. Let's use that. <laughs> like, if you want something special like that, you should be getting it new. If I were your husband, I'd be like, that's fucking weird. And if I were the person engraving it, could you imagine? Like, can you just, like, scratch out this stuff about my ex-boyfriend and I? And can you put my husband and I's anniversary on Like, that, that is so weird. Just get a new necklace. Yeah. I, I mean, like... Is this, like, a really expensive ass necklace? Like, is it the, um, whatever, in the Titanic that she got? The fucking heart of the sea or whatever? I highly doubt it. <laughs> like, what is this that you really can't just get a new one? Or, like, ask your husband, like, for your anniversary to get you one, like, a necklace or something. Or freaking bring that necklace to a pawn shop and use the money to buy a new necklace. Yeah. They can deal with whatever, um inscription or whatever isn't it yeah exactly it is yeah i would never personally and i think it is a little weird but i mean i guess you can do whatever you want if you really want to go through all the work i think it's weird if the necklace is like worth like a couple grand and you really want to keep it then whatever but i'm sure you can find a similar one and have it engraved i was gonna say like if it's worth a lot of money and you want to keep it i would like like remove your ex-boyfriend's name but i wouldn't like make it for something else that's meaningful yeah that's true like just make it like a normal necklace yeah yeah like your name on it that's fine yeah but you don't need to like then put anything with your husband (laughs) or child on there i don't know maybe that's just me but i think that's really weird no no i do agree with that i feel like that's good advice if you really want to remove them then like yeah remove it um but if you want to get one with a new inscription in it, just get a new necklace. Yeah, exactly. I, that's what I think. Yeah. I like that advice. I think that's good. All right, question number two. Uh, is it okay for me to reach out to someone to tell them to stay away from a job opening? I just left a position in May and the CEO was absolutely toxic. I know someone who has applied for my old position. I don't know him well, but a general acquaintance. 
I want to warn him to stay away, but is it appropriate for me to reach out without being asked? I could just say, hey, heard you were interviewing, happy to answer any questions, but it will become obvious really quickly that my goal is to get him to stay away. Uh, on one hand, it's none of my business. On the other, I wish someone had told me before I accepted the job. Um, I like that they're like, it'll become really obvious that I'm telling them. Send <laughs> <laughs> the fuck away. Um, At first, like, reading it, I thought he was going to be like, I fucking hate this person and I don't want to work with them. Oh, yeah. Like, that's where I thought it was going. But then he's like, he's just really being nice. He's like, I just want to warn him that it fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Could you, uh, like, if someone had met, like, messaged you that, like, I don't know, they say acquaintance, so, like, that maybe we went to high school with, like, messaged you and said, like, stay, like, how's this place? And then, like, said that, I don't even know how to say it. If they messaged you to, happy to answer any questions, and then told you the place was, like, terrible, like, would you take that advice? I would never talk to someone that I went to high school with. Okay, well, that was an example. (laughs) An acquaintance, like, maybe you worked in a past job with them, or... So, like, one of my friends was looking into some job postings and a girl that we went to school with, um, like, worked there. Mm -hmm. And, like, they were asking questions and it was kind of just obvious in the way that they were talking about it that there were some issues with management and stuff. So, she was really grateful to know that because she's like, I want all the information before I go there, right? Especially if you're leaving a secure full-time job. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always a bit of a risk to be like, I don't know what I'm getting myself into. I don't know the people, the management, like, the work, you know? So I think it's nice to phrase it in a way where it's like, hey, I'd love to talk to you about the job, answer any questions you have, give you some insight to the way that it works. You know, I don't think you have to be like, don't fucking come here. Yeah. But you can maybe just say like, okay, like here are some things, you know, just so you're aware if you're going to take this position. Yeah. I'm still just so sorry on the fact that you said you wouldn't talk to anyone from high school. I wouldn't. We went to high school. Again. That doesn't count. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you called me your best friend the other day and today you said you wouldn't talk to me. Yeah, that was yesterday. Things changed. Okay, I respect that. But, um, no, like anyone else... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess the people that you want to talk to us at high school, you still talk to. Yeah, which um, is, like, two people. <laughs> respect. Um, yeah, I think... I, I Maybe just because you're just a general acquaintance. I don't know. I feel like I'd be a little weirded out. Like, yeah, maybe I'd be grateful in the end that, like, they gave me a warning. But, I don't know. I feel like I'd be, like, a little... This is weird. I just wouldn't phrase it as a warning yeah because i think that may also come back to bite you in the ass especially if you don't know the other person very well yeah like you don't want them going into the interview saying so i heard that you have issues with management (laughs) you know what i mean like yeah i would be careful how you discuss it with them but i also don't know if like hey heard you were interviewing happy to answer any questions like i'd be like no i don't want to ask you questions about it like I i feel like almost i'd be like weirded out by someone saying happy to answer any questions like heard you were interviewing like from yeah who (laughs) i think it depends on the person like because my friend reached out to the person that already worked it there right so i think that's a little different but i don't know yeah i guess i mean if you're comfortable with that and i mean if they're like no if you're okay with that fact then maybe do it i mean i think i would be grateful if someone like reached out to me like that yeah but if they said, like, happy to answer any questions, or if maybe they just went out from the beginning saying, like, heard you were interviewing, like, um, I guess you said you don't want it to just go as a warning. 
I'm trying to think of like how else you could. I think like just like I'm happy to, like oh heard you're interviewing like if you if you have any questions like or like you want to talk about the job like let me know. Yeah. Like I think that's fine. I guess so. I'm just like don't want to talk to anyone ever. So I think if someone messaged me, I would just be like no no. Yeah, same. But I think when it comes to jobs, like it's definitely better to have like some inside information yeah. if you can. I think it's just, like, as a friend, like, if you had worked there, I would obviously ask for your advice. Or, like you said, if you knew the person and then I could reach out to them. But I would feel a little weird with someone reaching out to me. But I know everyone's not as um, awkward as I am and introverted. I mean, like, I ignore messages a lot. So maybe if they really don't want to talk to you, they'll just ignore you. Yeah. If you're okay with, like, them possibly being like, no thanks and being a little weirded out by it or just ignoring you, then I say, like, go ahead. I mean, it can't hurt. If they're just your acquaintance, it's not like they're going to, like... I don't think anyone would look at that and be like, that's fucking weird. I think they might say, like, (laughs) oh, that's really nice, but, like, I don't really want to have a conversation with them about it. Yeah. But I don't think... I don't see any situation where, like, what the fuck? Like, why would they message me that? Like, I think they'd be like, oh, like, that's nice that they're reaching out. Maybe unless they really didn't like you. (laughs) Like, you're, like, general acquaintance, and they're like, I fucking hate that person's guts. (laughs) That's so true. Like, even when I saw my old manager the other day, she's like, do you still talk to this person? I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I fucking hated them the whole time that we worked together. Yeah. She was like, really? And I'm like, yeah. Like, so we'll phrase it again. If someone from high school, like, reached out to you with that, would you not be like, this is fucking weird? Like, ew, no. I think it depended on, yeah, that's a really good point. But I think it would depend on, like, who it is. Yeah. What if it was, like, a coworker that you said, like, was the shitty coworker when you were working there? And they're like, I want to tell you about this workplace. And oh, like, then I'd Are like, you the problem, though? You're a fucking terrible employee. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess it is, like, situation-based. Um, yeah. If, if but your intentions seem nice enough. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Like, I think that it's fine to want to help. Especially because they said, they're like, I wish that someone would have warned me. Yeah. I guess also, like, they said it was absolutely toxic. So I guess, yeah, it depends on, like, how bad it is. Because, like, some people who just want a job or a change, like, maybe that's okay. And maybe they won't butt heads with the person. Like, maybe they have a personality type that goes better with this <laughs> That goes CEO. better with toxic. Yeah, with me. <laughs> I'll just cry by myself. It's really okay. <laughs> I'll get the job done. I'll just cry myself to sleep every night. But you know, like maybe the person was like the CEO is a very dominant personality. Maybe this person was also. So like they butted heads, but like some people that are like, I guess it's like, how do you define toxic? Like, what are they talking about? Like what's yeah. toxic to them? You know? Yeah. Maybe, know. They, maybe the CEO just really didn't like this person. <laughs> do you suck why am i making it so that everyone maybe that person didn't like you maybe the ceo hated you maybe you are a bad employee um yeah i think it is like situation based but like some people just want a job to pay the bills and a change you know and maybe it gives them good experience yeah um so i but i guess if you reach out and that is they're like okay whatever going into it but if someone reached out to me i'd probably reply i probably wouldn't <laughs> I, like, when it comes to a job, if it was about literally anything else, I would ignore it. Mm. But about a job, I would reply. If I saw it, um, I would maybe look at it and then have anxiety over the job. Um, but I probably wouldn't reply. <laughs> they could be like, it's the most amazing job ever, but I'd be like, You'd be like they messaged uh... me, so I probably won't take this job now. <laughs> no, I hope they don't want to talk to me in the office. <laughs> you see them, they're like, I told you, I was going to tell you not to take this job. And you're like, What? yeah imagine later they're like why didn't you warn me and you're like i wanted to uh yeah 
I mean, you're also, I, this person's leaving the job, right? So it's not like you have to deal with them and you see them. So yeah, yeah I just exactly. left with a decision. So, um, I guess I feel like what you say, you say, send them a message. I say send them. Oh, I didn't realize I totally missed that part where they're leaving the job. Yeah. It says, um, I just left a position in May and the CEO was absolutely toxic. Oh, well then yeah. Fucking tell them everything. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you still worked there. Still needs. <laughs> like, absolutely. Yeah, I guess there's no repercussions for you. Unless you need them for, like, a reference. Oh, yeah, that's true. Do you have a coworker that can fake being a reference for you? Can you, like, make a fake um, Facebook account and then send them a message about this bad thing, but you're not linked to it? Catfish them. An anonymous fucking warning. Could you, like, maybe catfish them? It'd be really fine, I think. Just write a really bad Yelp review. Okay, I just lost my internet. Oh, great. Okay. On my phone too. Yeah. Do we my have laptop. Oh, do we have the next question? I do, I do, yeah. Okay. Technology. Uh, yeah. My laptop just connect disconnects to the internet all the time. That's good. That's really awesome that you work from home. And yeah. you don't have working internet. Uh-huh. I if I I'm on like the lowest internet, I could probably upgrade to the next one, but I don't get a paid enough. It's also like <laughs> let me tell you, it's not worth it because I upgraded my internet. Yeah. It's the exact same. No. It's the fucking same and I pay way more. I, well, so I have, like, the download speed, of course, is, like, is usually higher than the upload speed. Um, so, like, my internet is okay for things, but, like, when I have to do, like, video calls, that's when I have, like, it kind of gets a little shitty, but then I just use that as an excuse. I was I literally just going to say, call. like, that's a great excuse to be like, yeah. sorry, my internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but no, my internet is kind of shit for working from home, but I don't get paid enough. Some places when you work from home, they, like give you an internet allowance or a phone allowance well yeah like i get a phone allowance for being on call like i get they pay 25 dollars to my phone bill every month i should get that i don't get anything even though i work from home but i'm gonna get paid (laughs) (laughs) you get paid and you don't have to leave your apartment like i don't get anything from this go fuck yourself uh oh well okay last question um, I'm looking to start a new career and I've pretty much narrowed it down that I want to become a school psychologist. However, my family is very critical and judgmental of this career path. They think that it's a shitty, low paying job and that I can do better. While they aren't wrong about the salary, it really depends on location and district. They are interrogating me on why I would ever want to work in schools with kids, but I think it would be perfect for me. They don't, they don't even know what this job entails and it's really annoying because it is causing me to second guess myself and I'm just very self-conscious now. What should I do? Um, speaking as someone who once upon a time thought that's exactly what I wanted to do, I'm so fucking glad I never did. Yeah, but this person's not, <laughs> could be different. I this person's not with, terrible. Yeah, well, I wanted to work with kids when I was younger, and like, as much as that's not what I want to do now, like, if I did it, I don't think it'd be terrible. Like, I did work for years as a camp counselor, and I was happy with it. Like, there are people that want to work with children. <laughs> I think that... Did she say school psychologist? Yeah. Okay, so then you have at least um, a doctorate, I think. To be a psychologist, you need a doctorate. Yeah. So, like, even if you want to work for the school, your pay is going to be above average. And you can see your own clients on the side if you do, like, a private practice sort of thing. So you can potentially make a lot of money. Yeah. Like, there's not a psychology job that's going to be, like, so shitty paying you won't be able to pay your bills. Yeah. But also, I mean, also, you try it if you really hate it. You do something else. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Excuse me. 
We are moody today. Um, but yeah, I think that you could just try something else. I mean, there's no harm in trying it. It's not like you have to go, like, I don't think you have to go to any specialized schooling or anything like that to do that. Yes, you do. <laughs> no, other than being a psychologist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, to that's... be, like, a school one versus... Yeah, exactly. I don't think you have to go to school to be a psychologist. Well, you can... You can... <laughs> That's why I was like, wait, did I hear that right? No, to be like school versus like otherwise. No, you might have to specialize in like youth, mm-hmm. you know? But like, that wouldn't be... And like family dynamics, you'd have to like be really familiar with and like um, family counseling, you know? like mm-hmm. so. But yeah. like, if you got that, then it's not like you later wouldn't be able no. to do something else. Like, they're all transferable skills and like, there's so many different branches of psychology that like, you can use your degree for. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like psychology is one of those things where you can do so many different things. Yeah. So, I think it's a really good career path, and it'll give you a lot to kind of work with. Yeah. I don't th- I feel like it's not fair for your family to be so vocal about why you shouldn't do it. Like, it's your decision. Oh. oh. She agrees. You agree? She agrees. so? Yeah. Um, it's your decision, it's your life, like, you're the one that has to live with it, like, it really, it's one thing for family members to be like, are you sure, like, you know, but it's, it's another for them to just, like, being like, why would you ever want to do with that, that's so shitty, so low paying, you can do better, like. I know, like, when I was going into university, and I was going for, because my BA's in psych, with, with a minor in soch, but, like, my dad asked me, are you sure, like, are you sure this is what you want to do? Because, like, you're about to go into a four-year program, right? So he's like, are you sure you want to... But I was like, yeah. And again, like, psych is, so, like, so transferable. Exactly. But so, but he wasn't like, absolutely, you shouldn't do that, blah, blah, blah. Like, also, I find it really funny that you... Like, that's a pretty high career goal to, like, be a psychologist. And, like, your parents are telling you not to do yeah. it. But it's not like you're like, I don't want to go to college. And they're like what you want you want to be a psychologist that's ridiculous yeah. it's like you're coming up and be like i want to work at tim hortons for my whole life and they're like yeah like you're saying you want to go to school you want to be a you're motivated psychologist. like yeah i yeah i don't, I don't understand. get the problem unless they're paying for it then i get it <laughs> i guess yeah but like you know, like you said like you can eventually maybe try different things and you can make a lot of money being a psychologist yeah there are so many different branches of psychology that like you're bound to find at least one interesting yeah I mean, maybe they're in an area where school psychologists don't make as much, but well, if you're in an area that that happens, then you're probably not going to make a lot of money exactly. elsewhere in that area. Yeah. So I really don't think... I think if it's what you really want to do, then go for it. Like, your family's opinion shouldn't... I don't know. You don't want to make a decision based off them when it's a career that you have to do. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Like, yeah, it's nice to have your family's approval and have them be on board. But I think if you just did it, eventually they'd come around. Yeah. I think it's a it's a good goal. And I think if you can stick with it, it will give you a, like, kind of a really broad range of things that you can do. Mm-hmm. So I say go for it. Me too. I say do it. Do um, it. Tell your family, no, this is what I want to do. Um, you know, if, if, it is, if it ends up not being what you enjoy, then that is your you know, your life lesson, you're the one that has to go through it to realize that you don't want to do it. And yeah. someone telling you that, then if you didn't do it your whole life, you'd be like, well, what if that's what I really wanted to do? Like, exactly. You kind of have to make your own, um, I don't know, wrong choices. Yeah. 
Do it. I have faith in you. Me too. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's that's all. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. You can email us questions at we don't know them podcast at gmail.com. You can send us on Instagram, Twitter, whatever you'd like. And I want to bring back if you are able to and you haven't already done so, please, please, please rate us on Apple Podcasts. Please. Please. Uh, five star. We would appreciate it. Yeah, you can like give us a rating of five star and leave us a review if you want. We like looking at. The I know it's really entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I love yeah. them. So thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.